But first she must know the science behind the show. She says, how do lesbians have sex? She asked me, how do lesbians have sex? She understood how two guys do, but how do lesbians have sex? Hey everyone, welcome back to Sapphic Swingers, episode number 67. Uh, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rachel, and we're so excited to be back chatting with y'all. Hell yeah, we missed you. I know we haven't been around for a minute, but uh, I promise you I've got great excuses for why we haven't talked to you. We've had some stuff going on. We've had some travel, we've had settling into our new house, our city. There is a lot to do when you move, especially (laughs) when you move, you know, from the East Coast to the Midwest. Wow, it's different, and we're loving it. But it's there's a lot of adjusting. <laughs> yeah, you have to get a whole new wardrobe. Oh yeah, yeah. That you know, I was like, I'll just wear two thongs, you know, and then just be like, I'll be warm enough. But that that doesn't work. <laughs> you look you cute need, in it though. You, you need a lot more than that. Yeah, and I've had some physical issues. It ends up I, I had a kidney stone along with a herniated disc in my back, my T10. So I've been in like major, major pain. So uh, I'm saluting you right now, major pain. You see that movie? I have. (laughs) Yeah, you are a pretty tough chick, and it is very unusual for me to see you debilitated. (laughs) Tiff legit was on the floor for a couple months. Normally, that'd be okay with Rachel. (laughs) She's sitting on my face. Yes. You can go 69 too, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honey, the best I can do is just lay here. (laughs) (laughs) Which I took advantage of. (laughs) (laughs) So like normal, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's been so sucky to see you in that kind of pain, but... Mm. I am super happy to announce that you're on the mend. I am. I got a steroid injection and I'm feeling much, much better. You know what's cool? Like, And you also birthed a kidney stone. Yeah, I did. Dave. Yes, I did push up. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't know when it happened. I, I had this whole idea of like putting it into a little container and keeping it forever, keeping Dave my kidney stone. But I didn't know when he came out because I was in so much pain from the herniated disc that I didn't know when, when Dave got out of me. But I got to say, like, our lifestyle friends are, like, so fucking caring and concerned constantly. Like, who do I have to kill to get you some help? I mean, how cool is it? They are amazing. Like, they know more than my family knows. Because we just don't, I just don't talk to my family. They might be my fault, but whatever. I just, you know, I just shout out to all our friends. They they are just fucking amazing. Don't deserve y'all. Y'all rock. But anyway, back on to uh, some uh, hotter things, hotter women and... uh what are we talking about tonight? Oh, I don't know. That's, uh, uh, you, you noticed my pause. I was hoping that uh, that you would fill that in. We're actually talking about how we feel swinging is out here in Colorado versus Florida. It's a whole new world. <laughs> a whole new swing. So we thought it'd be kind of fun because we didn't think we'd ever leave Florida. And it is very different out here. I concur. And not about, not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> so we thought we'd get into... The club out here, which is Scarlet Ranch. So our first night, honey, what would you think of the ranch? Now, we definitely looked it up online, and pictures never do things justice. Trust me, look at our profile. I'm way, <laughs> way hotter. <laughs> so first off, we had to drive probably 45 minutes to the ranch, which was oh, which was a different... Abomination. When <laughs> <laughs> you're used to 12 minutes, this is just like... Exactly. We lived... Forget it. We're not swinging anymore. <laughs> we, we lived spinning distance from trap, pretty much. And this was a little bit of a hike, so you have to prepare for the evening when you're going to drive 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. But that being said, 
the drive was absolutely gorgeous, as most drives are in Colorado. You have the mountains in the background. And also, we're we're listening to our playlist, getting ready for the club. (laughs) Getting excited, getting nervous. (laughs) I'm getting super nervous. (laughs) Because we have, like, no acquaintances there. We have... We don't know the bartenders, we don't know the staff, we don't know what to expect. So we were freaking out. The mountains definitely helped, you know, on the drive. But We felt like such regulars at Trapeze, and we went back to being newbies again. Right, yeah, it felt like the beginning of our journey all yeah, over again. absolutely. Yeah. So when we first made the turn into Scarlet Ranch, it, it says something about, like, a camping site. So it's almost, like, a little bit hidden. It's right off the highway. Mm-hmm. We pull in, and I'm like, okay, I think we're going the right way. <laughs> Well, because it's Scarlet Ranch, but then the sign in the front is Squirrel Creek Lodge yeah. or something. Yeah, something like that. And I guess we roll up, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like quintessential Colorado town swing club. It's right. so fucking cute. It looks like a lodge. So Squirrel Creek Lodge was pretty accurate. Absolutely. <laughs> it looks like a lodge with like the wood, um, mm-hmm. wh- what is that called? Like wood? Uh, penises? <laughs> 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 the long, long wood. Long penises. <laughs> You're not oh, but I am. <laughs> right now, our number 15 listener is loving this because he's driving to work and just cracking up. Thanks for emailing us, though, by the way. Buddy. Well, you just let Piper out. Now I can hear like the crickets in the background. Oh, that's that's our listeners wondering why it's just dead silence. <laughs> crickets, baby crickets. Why we haven't recorded since February. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm using my fake back injury as an excuse. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You roll up really a ton of parking. Unless it's, uh, we'll get into it later, but unless it's Halloween. There's so much parking and they do have an RV lot. So a lot of people go there and park and just, you know, party and then, you know, crash out in their their trailer RV, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Yes, there was a lot of parking. And in comparison to trapeze, we always valet our car. So this was Mm -hmm. different to just be able to drive up and, and park. Um, but I liked it because it was like kind of in the middle of nowhere, sort of. Right. I like because you made that turn and there's all the, if you have RVs and trailers, there's a lot of space. Right. So this is kind of just off the beaten path. So it's kind of perfect. It's like you felt, I felt safer, like to mm-hmm. park my own car. Because valet, um, at Trap, we always did it. I, I didn't like that mall. <laughs> that strip mall. Right. For but this sure. felt a lot, lot safer and I liked that a lot. Um, so they did have a coat check, which is great because it's fucking cold out here in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> And we went, uh, what month did we go? Maybe October? We went in October yeah. because we stayed with my sister for the first month we were out yeah. here. And she's hot, but we can't swing with her. No, we had to put I our mean, swinging on I the mean, back I burner. Could. <laughs> no, you can't, babe. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was cool. They have a coat check and it's free. Obviously, tip tipped them very well. But we didn't know they had uh, lockers as well. So the first couple times we went, we're like, oh, this is cool, but we're carrying our stuff around. Well, because the lockers aren't right when you get there. You actually yeah. have to go downstairs where the playrooms are. Oof. We'll get and, into that, y'all. And, yes. The downs, oh. So it, it took, I think it was time three or four that we were there that we actually finally figured out that they had lockers. Yeah, we asked. And this place is freaking gigantic. It's 36,000 penis feet. That is a lot of penises. Or I should say Luke feet. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've seen our, our friend Luke. It's gigantic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 36,000 square feet. Holy wow. crap. Wow. Yeah, it is giant. Yeah, I want to say it's probably three times the size of trapeze. Because in Florida, because you're at sea level, you can't have a basement. And here they oh, have... Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> here the club is multiple levels. And then it also includes an outdoor space, which we would get into. 
Yeah, the outdoors. I love that. Like being able to like go experience nature a little bit. And it used to be like a preserve, I think, animal preserve, mm-hmm. um, which tastes great on toast. I love animal preserves. <laughs> <laughs> which one of the times we went there, we saw a raccoon, mm-hmm. and we saw a few other animals. Yeah, they got they got a few hanging out there, which is pretty cool. I, I do love though how they had like the cabanas in this summer. You know, we did a we did one Sunday fun day with the nerds and. It's really cool. You can rent a cabana for, I think, a couple hundred dollars, mm-hmm. maybe. And have your own private space. We saw a bunch of people naked sunbathing. There was all the outdoor games. They had mm-hmm. volleyball, cornhole, ping pong. It was awesome. It's uh, kind of like a summer camp for adult for Absolutely. Adults we went to one of the evening foam parties, but I think in the summer also they do foam parties or they have a big slide on Sundays, mm-hmm. which we didn't get to experience this year. Yeah, I was I was hurting too much for it, unfortunately. I just started mm-hmm. getting back on my feet a couple weeks ago. <laughs> right. But speaking of outdoors as well, even in the winter, obviously it's quite chilly when you go outside, but they also had a teepee that had, I think, a fire in there and it was nice and mm-hmm. warm. Oh, yeah. And people uh, definitely smoked quite a bit of marijuana in that teepee. <laughs> that was a chill place. I like the teepee. And our friends, the two aunt wives, came out and we hung out in the teepee a lot. Just had great conversation. Just mm-hmm. And that was when it was so cold outside. Yeah. yeah. And it felt so nice. There's something like a fire pit when it's so cold outside. I just, yes. I love it. I love just being out here and like, it's such a different life and it's, it's pretty awesome. Y'all are coming to visit, right? <laughs> so they have the big outside area that also has big trees and <laughs> you know how rachel feels about big trees <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to climb <laughs> yeah, yeah. although the very first time we went i did get pushed against a tree and flogged consensually consensually <laughs> <laughs> yes you did well, well let's talk a little bit more about the first time so okay. we talked a little bit about the club now let's jump into how we felt walking in and like how we felt being around different total strangers. <laughs> Good girl, rain it back into the topic. Oh, you know about <laughs> raining. So you walk in and it feels very lodgy. It feels like log cabiny. It has the dark wood paneling. Mm-hmm. I think there might be an animal head somewhere coming off the wall. Definitely. <laughs> or that might have been a swinger dressed up with a mask. I wasn't no, sure. There, there's no way. To- <laughs> <laughs> but it also feels a lot more almost like swinger sports bar in the front. So you walk in and they have the bar right there. And then to the right, they have an area with some games. So they have shuffleboard and a pool table. The first night, our first couple nights we went, they had like some tables set up for retail and stuff. And it felt oh, just for like, retail in the front. It felt yes. really, really packed in there. Really Agreed. crowded. And then like after that, we haven't seen that in a while. And it opens it up much more because... They don't have like a lot of seating area, aside, you know, aside from at the bar. In the front area. Yeah. yeah. There's, it's still sort of a steakhouse. They have a, amazing food. But it also limits you know, where you can sit and hang out. There's not like a dance floor. But we'll get into that. So as Tiff mentioned, there's a restaurant that's in there. I don't know. It's called O'Reed's. But they do make freaking amazing steak. <laughs> it, different to Trapeze, the restaurant at the ranch is a la carte. Mm-hmm. but it is well worth it. It's so good. But my one complaint with the placement of all the tables in the restaurant is it kind of blocks any kind of dance floor that could be there because mm-hmm. it's right in the middle of that entire level. Oh, yeah, I don't feel like they have a dance floor. Right. Like it's either you can be outside with the phone party stuff or 
special occasions. You know, mm-hmm. they move the tables. I'm, <laughs> I can't even imagine. It's got to be such a pain in the ass. I remember it. Halloween, they, mo- they moved some of the tables, but yeah. there was still quite a bit of tables clogging the space there. That was a negative for us. Because, like, you know, when you're dancing, first of all, you're just having a good freaking time. But, you know, it's a great way to get flirty and, like, maybe you make eye contact with the hottie and you're like, all right, dance a little closer. Maybe see there's something going on. So not having a dance floor, essentially, is a little bit of a negative for us. Agree. Dancing is part of our flirt language. Yes. (laughs) So being new, I'm actually really shy, even though nobody believes me. No. But we weren't trying to reach out and, like, just introduce ourselves. I'm not that kind of person. But it seems like everyone was so nice. They didn't want to come up and like interrupt your conversation. Right. <laughs> Colorado is so freaking nice in our opinion. So we really didn't meet that many people the first night. And it felt a little weird just like not knowing anyone and not, not knowing our flow in the club and not knowing the flow of the club. It was it was a little bit off, but it was it was amazing. <laughs> well, also as as you're checking in and they're signing you up for a new membership, they knew we were new, but nobody ever offered to give us a tour or anything. So we're like, okay, I guess we're on our own to explore. Yeah. Now, it, now I can see with trapeze, it's a lot easier to do a tour because it's a much smaller location. It'd be hard for them to pull away like a check-in attendee to go take every you know every new person around. So I get that, but like maybe you have like, we used to have a trapeze where like members would volunteer because like that's a great way to get to know people. Absolutely. Members would volunteer to be hosts for that night. And then when a new couple came in, they got introduced to the new couple. And that way the couple felt like there was people engaging with them right away. And they took them on a tour and it felt uh, more on us to kind of figure out where we were Mm -hmm. and explore on our own, which was a little intimidating. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's a big place. Mm-hmm. I said 36,000 penises. <laughs> but yeah, and then you already know like one couple. Right. Like it's a really nice thing. You're like, okay, I'm not completely alone. Mm-hmm. And usually that couple is somebody who's really outgoing and wants to, you know, make somebody feel comfortable at the club or wherever they're at. So yeah, that was, a, you know, it was a little different. <laughs> so as we were exploring on our own, we obviously walked through the dining area and walked through the outside area. And then we're like, where does everybody play? And that's all downstairs. And then we discovered the The basement. (laughs) The basement. So do you want to describe the play space? I love the basement. It is beautiful. I love the lighting. I love the dungeon-y feel to it. Mm -hmm. It's... Well, and, and you, lighting. but you can also create that dungeony feel so much easier because you are like walking downstairs, and you can feel the temperature change as oh, yeah. you're as you're walking down. Which, like Florida, you don't have that shit. Like, no, you, no you'd be underwater. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved it. There was maybe what like six private beds, and I say private, you know, quotations because it was there's just like a sheet that's sort of blocking people from watching, right? Like a curtain. Yeah, yeah. Curtain, curtain sheet. <laughs> <laughs> the sheets are on a, sh- a shirtin. The sheets are on the bed. The curtain is. is. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I, you know, in the army, like if, you know, sheets made your room. You just kind of strung up your five fifty cord and strung the sheets on there, and then you had a room. So <laughs> I'm used to. It. I would hope it's a little classier at a swing club than the Ooh, army. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've heard some stories. <laughs> Yeah, the curtain was, you know, you could still see what was going on. So it wasn't completely private, but people knew they weren't allowed to just walk in there and, you know, touch or like ask if they could play. It means, you know, it's off limits, but you can obviously still see. And they had like showers, like, don't they look gorgeous? They have a giant, giant shower. Yes. It's like a three-headed shower, just like, but like beautiful bricks or rocks or whatever it was. (laughs) Like they got Jenga back there. 
It's just like such a chill, awesome place in the back room. Or downstairs room, I guess. Downstairs. <laughs> so all everything you were talking about was to the right of the staircase. If you go to the left of the staircase, there was a sex swing sort of almost like hidden behind the staircase, which we definitely need to try out. <laughs> I kind of like that it's a little bit hidden. That way you're not, exactly. you don't have a crab behind you or whatever. I'm curious if people can see you as as they're walking down the stairs. I, I don't think they can because it seems to be yeah. a, little, a little around the corner. Well, we can fix that. But then if you walk forward that's where the group playroom was Mm -hmm. and the setup of the group playroom is four large beds in the center and then there are almost like smaller couches and also like bistro tables sort of surrounding that space our very first time we were there you and i played on one of those big beds yeah so how would you compare the open play space at The ranch versus Treppies. That's an excellent question. So the play spaces in Trap sort of felt like a flow because you go to the back and you're required to go to the locker room and get naked and put on a towel. Or or some women wore lingerie, but pretty much naked. So there aren't people down there in street clothes while you're playing. Yeah. And Uh, and let me add that. Uh, single men are welcome every night of the week, and we haven't had any problems with that. I think everyone's watching out, make sure they're doing the right thing as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's, that's always like in a little caveat, you know, when going to the ranch. So All right, so the locker room to the play space was the flow at Trapeze. And at the ranch, there doesn't seem to be kind of a definitive flow. The nice thing is that all of the beds have sheets, which they did mm-hmm. not at Trapeze. So you kind of needed your towel to put down to cover... To cover the plastic mattress. Yeah, and it was funky. <laughs> oh my God. So that was a super that bonus. Was nice. That was super nice to have the sheets on the bed. Actually, and, and they had an attendant. That, actually, we did meet the attendant and she showed us around. She right, really because good. we said this is our first time. And, and so she's like, let me do the honors. She was very nice. Yeah, and she let us know they changed the sheets. I'm like, that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. such a that's such a cool thing. To, mm-hmm. to, I know it's a little simple, but it uh, means a lot. <laughs> So in terms of the flow, though, we found our bed and we're like, okay, I guess we just get naked and right. put put our clothes on this table that's near this bed. But then we didn't realize that that's like a bistro table and people came and sat and we also had like our toy bag, which had our money and yeah, our keys, keys and yeah. sex toys and all of this stuff sitting on that table. People just kind of were all around it. It was just weird. Like they're fully clothed, you know, just having their drinks, having their conversations and we're, you know, we're foggy. And that, you know, if that's the way it is, that's cool. It just, it's just a little awkward for me. Like Mm -hmm. when everyone's fully dressed, like it feels like it should be an even playing field a little bit. Some people love it. I mean, I've talked, I've talked to, I mean, it's probably like 60, 40 about people love it and hate it. I get it. I see both sides of it. But when you're there just fucking, I don't know. For me, it's a little weird. I'm not kind of a, a exhibitionist or anything. So maybe that's just, I don't know. Well, also at this point, we didn't know there was a locker. Yes. So <laughs> now that we know there's a locker, we could technically grab a towel, put our clothes in the locker, put our stuff, get whatever toys we want, and not have all of our shit with us. Oh, yeah, we've done that. Yeah. And that, uh, that helps a lot. That helps uh-huh. so much because th- that, that was my one gripe, like the very first experience, yeah. is we had all of our stuff there, and then there was a crowd that was forming there. And sort of it took me out of the play experience with you because it was like peanut gallery talk behind us. It wasn't like you go to the group room at Trap and hear all the sexy noises. This was like 
chalk that should have been upstairs. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you didn't pay the water bill? <laughs> Baby, not again. <laughs> that's why you're not a squirter tonight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why you're not squirting. <laughs> so overall, I would say Scarlet Ranch is absolutely amazing. I can't wait to feel comfortable there. Agree. And that's not on Scarlet Ranch, that's on me. It did feel more like a meet and greet vibe, which is fine. Like, I love meet and greets. I love going to a swinger sports bar, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, on a Sunday. They open up at 11 a.m. on a Sunday. How cool is that? It's everything we ever wanted. Yeah. We always said we're like, we want like a swinger sports bar just to go chill out, watch some games, hang Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And that's everything it was. I love it. I just can't wait to feel as relaxed as we used to at Trebbies. Yeah. And it's nothing on them. It's, it's just, you know, us getting comfortable and it's like being new again and we've been here a year now <laughs> how about you babe what do you think i 100 percent agree with the feeling comfortable but also we were regulars at trapeze we went almost every weekend that's true and we have gone maybe once a month once every other month so far now to the ranch you know what that's a really good point yeah. so it's hard for us to to expect to feel comfortable when we're not going as regularly i I didn't i didn't even think of that (laughs) that's such a good point and like we're going definitely like when friends are in town we're like you gotta see the ranch because it's amazing (laughs) it's so amazing i did i didn't think like something that could exist just like i never thought the lifestyle existed right it's just a really beautiful place to be (laughs) for swingers i'm just we're so lucky that we're 45 minutes away Mm -hmm. some people gotta like fly places or you know just go so far out of the way so so thanks, uh, Skylar Ranch, for uh, welcoming us and being awesome. Yeah. I mean, we might have to do the true Colorado thing, though, and get an RV. And so <laughs> if, if we got an RV, we could take it down to the ranch and overnight. Well, we'd be there more, probably. We would. We can, we can overnight in the parking lot. Although we actually have met some great friends that live near the ranch and have invited us to stay over on it. Oh, they're super yeah. sweet. <laughs> so aside from the ranch, we've done something that we've never done before. Ooh, what is that, Tim? I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, girls uncorked. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was an incredible buildup. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a big deal for us because in South Florida, girls uncorked, which through Cassidy, it just isn't that big of a deal. They had a page for girls uncorked in Fort Lauderdale. And we had, Ten years. we had reached out to people and were like, we're happy to host something. And there was just no events. And so yeah. that was something that we were super excited to get involved with here. Yeah. And it turned out, like, we first moved in. There were some friends we met at PCAB, and they're like, hey, we're going to be in the Denver area. And we're like, come stay over. Because, <laughs> like, if you're near us, you better stay with us, okay? And it happened to be a Girls Uncorked weekend. And they were like, well, we're going to go to the, this party. And we're like, well, we've never been, so it'd be awesome to go with someone that we know. So Girls Uncorked is generally women only, but a couple times a year they have parties. I think around the Christmas holidays and maybe in the summer where the men are allowed. And this happened to be one of those parties. It was around the holiday time. Yeah, it was a holiday party because you dressed as a sexy... Oh, yeah, that sexy red dress on. Yeah, it was like, it was basically a lingerie piece, and I put a black skirt over it. Nailed it. That is is holiday. Red, black, and a Santa hat. You're good to go. Yeah, so it was exciting because our friends were in town, and it was our first Girls Uncorked. And we had some more exciting stuff that happened earlier before Girls Uncorked. I don't think With our friends. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, we won't get into it now. Aren't you so (laughs) curious? Oh, my God, so am I. This is gorgeous house and little did we know there was uh, a couple listeners there not uh, we're, you know we're on the f minus list y'all 
But it was kind of cool, but it's also a little bit different when somebody knows like a lot about you. Because mm-hmm. when you meet someone at Mean Green or a club, like just brand new slate. So it's always a little different, but like so, so sweet. And just like it, it made our night, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> they came up and introduced themselves. And interestingly, when we walked in, there was a raffle. So we got our raffle ticket and our new friends that were listeners won and they won this lifestyle game that was called The Game. The Game. (laughs) (laughs) And fast forward, she apparently had already had this game Uh and they had never opened it, but so she gifted it to us. That was so sweet. They're awesome. Yeah. Not just because they gave us stuff, just because they're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It was so incredibly sweet and kind of cemented our newly formed friendship. Yeah. The game. (laughs) (laughs) Although we haven't played it with them. (laughs) No. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. I really, really like the Girls Uncorked events. And we need to do more. We've just been obviously just like overwhelmed with stuff. But I can't wait because we're definitely going to host one here whenever Mm -hmm. we get the house ready. and uh, When we get our sapphic speakeasy set up. Oh, hey. So if you're in the area... Get ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So aside from, you know, the club, how do you think swinging is different out here? I remember when we first got into Lifestyle in South Florida, there was a lot of meet and greets at vanilla bars where you could just go and SDC was the big site down there. There was probably a hundred couples signed up and you could just go meet people. And then from there, if you find a connection on one of those meet and greets, then you would ultimately set up a date afterwards Uh and i found that to be a great way of meeting people i haven't seen that kind of same party structure out here how about you do you mean like the frequency of meeting yes or the okay yeah oh i mean i think both that and the locations i I think it's it's a lot more limited because it's it's such an amazing big state like you gotta you gotta drive a little bit and that's okay because like we said before it's gorgeous and so driving out here is not a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but don't do it drunk or high. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> there were definitely a lot more events in South Florida, but I feel like there's like more events out here that are more us. Like there's a lot of like outdoor activity like group meetups. So it's like I feel like it's like smaller group stuff. So I feel like it can be more intimate, more meaningful. I think perhaps you know you know you can meet. You can go to meet and greet with 600 people, or you can have like an awesome hike with like 20 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And for us, I think right now we're more into the, you know, the, the hangout and getting to know people better. Well, on that note, it is wonderful when you build a network of swingers. Mr. Jones reached out to us and, and told us that they actually have a pretty good community from their podcast community out in Colorado. Yep. And he hooked us up with a couple. And the same night that we talked to him, he's like, if you're free tonight, they're hosting a party. And that was actually our first lifestyle, ha- our first lifestyle event. I think we did that before we went to the ranch. Yeah, we did. And that it was, was like it was, right when we moved into our house. Yeah, and it was great because we'd been staying at your sister's for over a month, and we we're just definitely in need of of hanging out. And so this was like the perfect thing because like a house party, you know, low to no pressure, like friends that have vouched for other friends. I'm like, perfect, let's do it. <laughs> and it was amazing. That the was hosts so amazing. were so welcoming, so sweet, wonderful people, and they live in. A gorgeous, gorgeous house. I, I swear, like their parking lot. How, how many cars do you think parked in that? Well, the fact that you called it a parking lot. Yeah, it's not a driveway. <laughs> it's a freaking parking lot. It's yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, a lot. Uh, amazing. If I had to pick the one difference between swinging out here and swinging in Fort Lauderdale, 
it's just the more the meet and greet, just like you said with the with the ranch. It's just it all feels like everyone's just a little timid, maybe, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Like I, I like the the shyness; that's cute, but also it's a little hard to tell who's India. Yeah, because like they're so. They're, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're just, they're so polite. <laughs> Colorado politeness. <laughs> it ain't Minnesota nice. It's Colorado nice. And I think less by women out here based on just the profiles. I agree. I mean, we sort of felt like kids in the candy store when we used to go to Trap with yeah. about, I want to say about 90% of the women we met claimed to be bisexual. And that hasn't been quite the case out here. Yeah, which is cool because I feel like we're not swinging the same way we used to. Or at least I'm not. I remember though at that first house party that we were at, we were talking to a couple. We talked to him so much that night and they had moved from another state as well. And I remember him mentioning that swinging here you play the long game so Uh, like south florida atlanta where you have all like the clubs uh, you might have a lot more anonymous sex or you might meet somebody that night uh and go play and i remember him saying that here it's very much you build a network and you build those relationships i like that that and grow from there and that's what we're starting to do i like it a lot it just it takes time it's it's so different from the lifestyle that we that we had in florida well we had established one and we're used to that and you know we got our circle and it's also you know it's been fucking amazing is that like we've had so many visitors out here in the last year lifestyle hell friends. yeah like our first i don't know 15 people that visited were all lifestyle mm-hmm. before a family member visited and i fucking love that and i love that we're seeing a lot of friends like yeah. coming out skiing and like like that's always skiing our- and red rocks have been the two the oh two yeah. prime uh, yeah visit spots and we always have our core group but like you want local friends you know and that's and we got some already and like we, luckily we have some nearby but it's just sort of like you know you feel out of sorts you know you don't know the bartender's name or they don't know you you know it's just once you start feeling more you know a little bit cheers <laughs> although the bartender's really cute <laughs> oh my god she's so cute Oh, on Sunday? Uh, yeah. I, I drool. I drool. I did as well. <laughs> I think we finished our wine, and I was going over looking through the beer bucket, and she came over with a glass of red wine for me out of some magic bottle. <laughs> well, so people leave their stuff there all the time. And so if it's been there for a certain amount of time, six months or whatever, or three months, I don't even know the rules. Or I over, think it's overnight. just like what gets left during the week. Is what they oh, put the out what okay. they put out in the beer bucket on Sundays. Okay, yeah, and that's so all right. That's a pretty cool thing on Sunday fun days. First of all, you're watching a shit ton of awesome football, hanging out with sexy people, and if you want, there's some free beer hanging out at the bar. <laughs> Yay, <was> sports! <laughs> I'm a big fan of that place. I'm I, really, really, really big fan. I was really into the vibe this Sunday. I was too. So we went for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And then we also went this Sunday with the nerds. This past Sunday, yeah. You don't know what that is, but it was Sunday. <laughs> I know. You're checking your calendars. Like, was I there too? I don't know because they don't say what Sunday it is. Don't worry. The Broncos lost. Ah. And the Broncos play the Dolphins this weekend. Hey, let's go. Fins up, fuckers. <laughs> Fins you know what I'm up. talking about, Liz. Fins up, fuckers. Well, Rach, I think that was a good like reintroduction for you and I back into the podcast space. What do you think? I would agree. This feels so weird actually being on a microphone again. I know. I really should put it somewhere other than between my legs. But, but it looks so sexy there. <laughs> I mean, the audience is wondering what all those slurping sounds are. Oh, yeah. Definitely not the red wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. The red wine we're drinking is actually from a, a local winery in... Arvada. Yeah, in Old Town. Yeah, it's called Silver Vines. 
It's very good. I like to support local businesses. Absolutely. Yeah, hit them up. Yeah, it's a good, good spot. We try to get there a couple times a month. And they have live music. They did. They had some awesome live music. We, we sort of like, somebody randomly sat next to us, and I'm, I'm getting the vibe. Like, she's trying to talk a lot to mm-hmm. us and smile. And I don't know. We kind of get the vibe. They bought us a, like a bottle of wine for like 50 bucks. And, and, like, and okay. she gave us her number. <laughs> and I sent her like a shit ton of dirty pictures. So maybe that's why she's not writing us back. <laughs> that explains everything. I'm super good at this. <laughs> anyway, what do we got coming up? I am running the Chicago Marathon. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready, but I will give it my best shot. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll make a difference running not at altitude. I can't imagine any different. <laughs> oh, you're going to kick ass, baby. <laughs> uh, Red Rocks in mid-October. Yep. We have some friends coming out. Got an EDM concert coming up. Uh, possibly South Florida in October. later October. Yeah, get ready because I think we might be uh, might be there. I can't promise anything. We gotta see if I can hurt something else with my back. <laughs> November. The Frenchies are coming to Colorado. The Frenchies are coming. The Frenchies are coming. <laughs> and Sydney Luke. And Sydney Luke. Oh, I love y'all. So that'll be November, and then they're going back with Sydney and go Luke. Back in. And then we're going to New York and run the half marathon in Philly. Yes. Well, me and Luke are gonna see how many Philly cheesesteaks we can eat. Um, so but you know. have not been training for that. Oh, I know. Listen, y'all, <laughs> I, I, I promised that I was going to be shoving Philly cheesesteaks in my face for months, and I've I've yet to eat a single one. But don't tell Luke, okay? He's not listening. Don't worry. No. <laughs> we even found the closest place that has authentic Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> well, they all say. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one since 1995. I've never had an authentic oh. one. Well, if you're in Philly, holler around the uh, half marathon time. We'll be there. We'll be here. We'll be everywhere. <laughs> Jimmy Tart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, we'll post our stuff online. But thanks so much for listening. We know we've been away for a minute, but we certainly have been thinking about y'all. We miss you. Hope you missed us too. And the whole purpose of pausing the podcast is you just build up episodes, right? You have a lot of stuff to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, then you got to sit down and record them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that you can sit, we're we're in the clear. We got some stuff to talk about. We got a few things. We'll chat. But thanks so much for listening. Fuck shit up. Gently. (laughs) Gently. (laughs) Softly. Fucking shit up. I feel like you need the ukulele with that.